0: That means it's philanthropy and focus time. It's Friday morning. It is 10 a.m. in the eastern part of the world, in the eastern part of this country, Long Island to be specific, right up at the top of my house. Two flights up from the kitchen where I get my coffee and my dog Cheeto hangs out just below the roof. That's right, gang, in my attic. Where else would I be? Three and a half years probably in this attic. Again, they do let me out once in a while. The show is philanthropy and focus. I called out my buddy Cheeto right away. My guy, Cheeto. Check him out on Instagram. I'm really trying to help him out. He's only going to be... Actually, today's his four-month birthday, so uh, happy birthday, Cheeto. I'll have to get you a dog cake or something like that. He's like nine pounds. But I want to tell you why I'm talking about Cheeto on my show, Philanthropy and Focus, and here's why. As you can probably imagine, if you know anything about Tommy D, even if you listen to the show, if you know me in real life, you know I don't have problems making connections and making friends and building relationships. But I will tell you this. When you have a little dog and he's as cute as this dog is, he's even more helpful. He's making more friends than I'm able to make. And, I mean, I'm taking him up in the neighborhood here. You know, it's springtime. The kids got ball games and stuff like that. And I'm taking Cheeto to the ball fields. And all the kids are like, Cheeto, Cheeto, there's Cheeto. So, I, two weeks ago, only two weeks ago, I was at a lacrosse game for one of my sons. And the man at the lacrosse game, you know the guy... When you go to the field the guy that's on the golf cart right coach d you know the guy in the golf cart he's always zipping around like taking care Us. of rounds making the rules right the guy comes over he goes sorry sir you know you can't have uh you can't have that that dog on the field and i said well why what's the big deal and he's like well sir if you were allowed to bring your dog then everybody would be allowed to bring their dog and i was like so what's the big deal that sounds like a pretty cool party if everybody was able to bring your <laughs> dog and i guess maybe the dog would poop or whatever long story short I end up relegated behind the fence and watching the lacrosse game. So so did Cheeto. Obviously, that's why I was behind the fence. So I'm just hanging out, me and Cheeto kicking it, watching lacrosse game. I'm just hanging out with him. He likes to just lay his on his back, lets everybody rub his belly. He's he's very promiscuous. He doesn't even know these people. He could be strangers, he just lets strangers rub on his belly, this little dog. So so on the other side of the fence is this woman, and she's complimenting my dog, and we become friendly and we start chatting it up. And you know, I said, Well, you know. As we get into the conversation, I said, you, you might not know this, Jane, but I'm the nonprofit profit sector connector. And she's like, I don't know what that means, Tommy D, but it's funny you should say that because I just founded a non-profit organization. And I said, of course you did, because that's exactly how the world operates. That's how the universe operates. And we start connecting, and she tells me about this organization called one stitch foundation. And if I go back and do the math, I swear to you all, it's probably tomorrow would be like that's like 2 weeks ago tomorrow. And today that organization is being featured on the show and coach D is my guest representing the one stitch foundation. Coach D, what is up man? What's going on? How you doing, sir? I'm doing, doing one on. I'm just listen man, I'm fired up and I'll tell you why. I just put a post on LinkedIn this morning at a kid I think in my kid's school. And I'm putting a post on LinkedIn, and it was, like, telling people how fired up I am about this conversation. And I love doing this show, but there's just something I feel, like, connected with you, man. And when we were talking the other day on, like, a, you know, I was doing a prep call with my guest gang. We always try to do that five to ten minutes, just like, here's what we're going to expect. Here's what the show's all about. Um, and, and I just felt, like, this energy in connection with you, man. I was like, dude, I got to connect it with this person and that person. we're talking, you know, about, you know, all your relationships in the NBA. So I will tell you, I'm a little... I'm right on the edge of anxiety, which is where I like to stay most of the day anyway until I go to <laughs> sleep. So I'm right there. I'm really fired up. Um, I, I know we could talk. I, I, I got to be honest with you. My NBA knowledge of late is not great, but I do know the Knickerbockers are now uh, going, moving on to the next round. Shout out to my buddy, Burt Lurch. Burt is a lifelong Knicks fan and all the other Knicks fans. I mean, this we'll talk a little bit about that, I guess, today, Coach, because of all your involvement with the NBA. And obviously, what you're doing with the One Stitch Foundation. So, before we even jump into this conversation, there's a couple things I gotta just say. Uh, this week was the Long Island Imagine Awards, gang. If you're not familiar with the Long Island Imagine Awards, the Imagine Awards recognize and acknowledge the work nonprofits are doing here on Long Island. It was a really special event, I think it was like 450, 460 people in the room. I had on a seersucker suit. I think I had like the top three buttons open with my wooden necklace because I am a seersucker suit in a room full of black and gray suits. And that's just how it is. And it's easy for people because I go, you got to meet my buddy Tommy D. He's the guy over there in a seersucker suit. Last year it was pink linen, coach. But you know what? Today, this this year I went seersucker. So I try to stand out a little bit. I don't know if you could tell from (laughs) what I'm putting down right there, gang. But it's all about, I think any attention is good attention because it's about building relationships. And when I'm the nonprofit sector connector, which I am, you know, you have to make relationships. You have to build alliances so everybody's better off. Like I say, getting out there, I, I meet Jane Lee. If I don't meet Jane, I don't meet Coach D. And then we don't do this show. And this is just how it all happens. And it just continues out. And it, the ripple effect, I'm looking at the website. Go to onestitchfoundation.com. If you're listening or if you're watching, go there as well. Go there either way. Just go to onestitchfoundation.com. Learn about what they're doing. What we do on this program is is really It's two things if you kind of distill it down. It's I connect with these leaders and help them tell their story and amplify their message. And that's what this is all about. And you know what drives me bananas is when somebody says, hey, man, we're like the best kept secret, but we don't want to be the best kept secret. And that's sort of my mission is like, cool, good, because I got a big mouth. I know some people. And, I mean, I had I think I told you this the other day, Coach, when we were talking, I had um, a guy called Big Daddy, Rich Salgado, on the show. Very connected. Played football down at Maryland, very connected in the NFL space. I think he'd be a great guy to to connect you with. And that's what'll tend to happen throughout the show. I'll just basically stop the show and introduce people in my mind like I'm doing right now. So shout out to Big Daddy. Shout out to MJ Padone. MJ is very connected to uh, folks in the NBA as well. So I want to get you and her connected as well, Coach D. It's all right. Like without further ado, if I can, I shall try, but I might be uh, going on some tangents again. But, Coach, let's just break this down. Really, I want to understand. You know, I want to understand who you are from from a basketball mindset, the work you do, the coaching you do, how you connect with Jane, how this even really happened. So, I want to get to know Coach D, Nathaniel Lancaster, the man to the, the, the ball player, the coach, the trainer, and then let's move that into the nonprofit organization if that works for you, sir.
1: Okay, how you doing? Uh, my Good. name is Coach D Lancaster. Uh, I direct youth basketball camps uh, around the country. For the, bas- for the National Basketball Association for the Washington Wizards, Philadelphia 76ers, Atlanta Hawks, Memphis Grizzlies, uh, where am I going? Philly- I said Philadelphia, right? I think so, yeah. Philadelphia, uh, Matt Orlando Magic, uh, and now the newly acquired uh, Miami Heat. Congrats. So, what you. I do, I go around the country and I direct youth basketball camps for the NBA. And then in the meantime, I have my own business called D Train Express where I train. Uh, the youth coming up and have little travel basketball teams.
0: So let, uh, let me ask a couple of things. So I, I want I got it. I just wrote down D train express. I wrote down AAU cause I want to ask you about AAU cause I know I'm familiar with, but I want to go to kind of the, the piece about the youth basketball from the NBA's perspective. I mean, okay. So what exactly does that look like each team? What, what are they doing in market? Like what, what's their commitment to the community? That's what I want to understand.
1: Well, each team, each NBA team has a, a basketball camp. And basketball clinics throughout the year, primarily in the summer, but throughout the year, they'll do a holiday clinic, they'll do a, a Easter clinic, they'll do a Thanksgiving clinic, things like that. And you got to remember something, every NBA team wants to connect to community. And a kid that will go to, a, let's say, a, a New York Knicks camp or a Brooklyn Nets camp, feels like they're, they're part of that team. You know, that's like a kid's dream to go to a professional uh, basketball team's camp. Like, they get, a, they get some swag, they get a, a t-shirt that says they were there. Maybe a player might come, you know, so it's something like it's a big deal for the kids. And, and
0: they, uh, get to, they get to go like if you're with, with the Knicks or something like that, they get to get to the garden and stuff. And, and
1: Well, no, they'll have it in different venues like Hunter College. Like uh, we do something in the Hamptons at the Ross School in the Hamptons. Okay. Uh, They'll do something like at the JCC or, sure. or YMCA, yeah. something like that. And then the, the Knicks will come. Uh, They might bring the dancers. They might bring, you know, a, a former player or a current player, That's awesome. uh, depending on the season. In season, they might bring a uh a current player, but outside of season, they might not because the, you know, the players go on vacation. They go home, they go away. They, yeah. they're, not,
0: they're not necessarily in the neighborhood so much. Right. Yeah. But
1: that's a big deal for, for a child to see a former or a current player just coming to the camp because it just makes them feel connected yeah. to that player.
0: Yeah. That's awesome. So tell me, I want to know about D-Train Express. I want to stay in your business, because I, I tell you, I, I was telling you this the other day. So I have four kids. Uh, okay. One One's a softball pitcher. That's the oldest. The, the next guy plays, He's First baseman in baseball plays some travel ball, plays CYO basketball. Right now, he's in lacrosse, baseball. They play flag on Friday nights, flag football. Uh, that's that's one guy on four teams. And then uh, you know, my younger daughter, she's into basketball too. And then uh, my youngest guy, he's uh, he's getting into the flag. He's playing baseball. You know, he's only eight, so he's coming up right now. But um, I, I, D Train Express, I mean, I'd lo- I'm all about coaching. I'm all about like, I I mean, from a business perspective, you know, I mean, from a lifestyle perspective, from an educational perspective, like when we talk about peak performance, you know, yeah, this is a show about nonprofits. But when we talk about leaders and nonprofits, we talk about peak performance. I I sort of, uh, you know, one of my children goes to, um, she gets like math tutoring, you know, like this, this place, Mathnasium, right? Okay. I know what that is. Yeah. And and she, sometimes she takes it as like, you know, a negative. And I'm like, no, 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 you, you got to understand, like, you're trying to up your game, you're trying to get better. This is a place where you might be weak, or you might not have this figured out. So it's about getting a coach, it's about getting somebody in your corner, getting techniques, getting skills. I mean, even I don't know why this is coming up for me. It's been a long time since I've been in school. But I, I remember the SATs, man, you know, you would take remember- SAT prep, you would take these things like it was about so talk to me about that. You know, like it's it, none of this it, for the most part, you know, like we have some some level of skill. Right. But it's about accelerating that and advancing that through education to get to that peak performance. Right. So as a coach, talk to me about some of that stuff, if you could.
1: Well, absolutely. Uh, D Train Express was a, a organization that I founded uh, in my spare time without running uh, NBA camps. I go around, rent gyms and train groups of kids, whether it be private or in groups. And then after that, I create little travel teams and tra- and play in different tournaments around the city, uh, and I think that's very that's very good for the for the child So one have a, have a, be on a team with me and also for me to train them on the personal side, yeah. because now we have a great connection and we, we kind of get to know each other. And I kind of get to know their skill sets that much better.
0: Yeah. So I, again, I think it takes you know it's one thing and and bless all the dads and moms that that get involved in the little leagues and the CYO ball and stuff like that. But, you know, often they don't, they, you know, maybe they played, maybe they played, you know, in high school or, or whatever. Right. Like I was telling you, I I'm not, I played CYO ball, St. Thomas at West Hempstead. I grew up in Franklin Square. We played in West Hempstead, uh, St. Thomas the Apostle. Uh, I used to coach, I don't know if I was, I think I did tell you this the other day, I was coached, coach Our Lady of Lords CYO oh, yeah. ball uh, over in Queens Village. My buddy, Frank, yeah. Frank DeLuca used to run that program, but I'm telling you, I mean, I'm 45. That's 25 years ago, probably, I was like, you know, I was 10 to with my buddy, Chris DeLuca, and we would, uh, we would do, <laughs> work with the boys, fifth grade boys. But, but even that, like, you know, it's not like you, you can see the game through different eyes as as a guy who played, right, and a guy who runs these camps, and you can see, you know, that talent. And also, you know, I would say you could see where the gaps are, and like, where Absolutely. the the mistakes are like if, you know, just again, you and, and you know, probably super quick. You go, all right, you're just doing this wrong. Your pivot's wrong. You're moving wrong. Right.
1: Right? right. Talk to me about that stuff. Well, yeah, it's true. Because when you when you travel around the country like I do, you see thousands and thousands of kids. Yeah. Thousands of personalities, thousands of skill sets. Right. So you're right. I could pick up on that because the different kids you see, the different the different skill sets you see, you could pinpoint on something that I could maybe get from Indiana and take right. to Atlanta. Right. You right. know? Yeah. Because a lot of kids have different personalities. A lot of kids have different upbringing yep. and you just kind of collaborate all that and put that together and come up with a solution on how you can uh, help that child one way or another, whether it's private or in a group setting.
0: Yeah. I love that. I love that. I want, I want definitely want to hook up and have you uh, meet with my kids and stuff like that, because I'm trying to help them advance their game. You know, especially, you know, my younger daughter, she digs basketball, man. And I, I'm she's, you know, I, I love that. And I, mm-hmm. I'll tell you, man, you know, the girl sports, I think, are great. You know, especially, I mean, having two sons and two daughters, I get to see kind of both versions of this thing. But it's, it's, uh, you know, having my daughter play softball, that I think is great. I always, I, I like when you that, if you ever catch a college softball game, you know, on ESPN or something like that. Like, mm-hmm. it, those games are quick games, man. It's fun, you know, a lot of action oh, yeah. and stuff like that. So it's fun to watch. Um, and and you know, you and I both know this. Like, the sport is one thing. But it's, it's what are we building in the character, right? Of these young yeah. people, right? What are we talking about? And we're going to go to break in a second. We'll talk about this when we come back. But it's what are we talking about? Discipline, right? You know, getting there, right? Go ahead. What were you going to say?
1: Well, one thing about uh, the training of the kids, the commitment's first. Yeah. The commitment's first. Once a kid is committed, I can pick up on that right away. And the passion. You can't teach passion. Hard. So once I see a, once I see a kid such as James kid Chase, yeah, yeah. who has a commitment that's out of this world and passion for the game, the kid loves it that from, from day one.
0: You knew it, but you knew I get chills right now because you knew like that kid. He it don't matter. He's going to be in the gym. He's going to be just getting making it happen
1: from day one. And that's and that and when when you train different kids throughout the country, you could pick up on certain kids that have the passion and the commitment. Yeah. A lot of times, a lot of parents live through their kids. Yeah, you have to, and I see all that. So They, they want you know, this. They push them. They kind of like push
0: them in a direction. Go
1: do that thing. Right. I didn't do or whatever. Right, and yeah. then sometimes they get disappointed because the child don't want to do it. <laughs> right. Yeah. Don't want
0: to do it. Yeah, it might not be their dream. Just because it's right. yours, it might not be their dream.
1: Yeah. Right. Yeah. So when I can pick up on that right away, and it's just through years of experience of going to different cities and going to different states well, and meeting different children and parents.
0: Well, I want to ask you one quick question, then we'll go to break. You know, there's this this. This uh, fairy tale story about Michael Jordan, you know, about yeah. how how you know he didn't make his his junior high school team and then he didn't make his high school team and he just put in the time. I mean, that's I, a fact. Yeah, I, I mean, tell me, tell tell us about that because it, that's he didn't make those teams,
1: but then but then he's MJ, you know. So what was it with him, right? Tell. Well, I guess with him and his and his go getter attitude and his, his and his no quitting attitude, yeah, that just driven that just drove Michael Jordan. To be the player that he is. Yeah. You know, I watched a piece on, on Kobe the other day and he, when he was talking about that Giannis failure thing. Yeah. Kobe said, no, there's no failure. You just work and work harder and get better. And yeah. I think that's... Michael Jordan just took it to another level because in his mind, he was shocked that he didn't make either one of those teams when he knew and he thought that he was a better person. Right. So right. He had that killer instinct, if you will,
2: yeah.
1: that made him the player he is. He just didn't quit. And that's yeah. what took him overboard. I think what Michael Jordan... He never wanted to feel like he felt when he didn't make those two teams during his career.
0: But there's a choice there too, Coach D. There's a choice, right? MJ, Michael Jordan decided to go in the direction you just said. There's another choice. The kid puts his head down and goes, I suck at this. This ain't my game. Yep. Thing and I'm going to go a different direction. And I I mean, we probably know, I mean, how much talent gets left on the court or the field that because somebody told you, you couldn't do it. Like I have a, somebody in my life, I'm not going to call her out personally, but, you know, was told when she got into a certain program at college and then the graduate level and the doctorate level that she didn't belong. And this person said okay that that doesn't work for me and put her head down and work harder and harder and not one internship but two not an internship only but an externship and an internship and just did the stuff so there's this piece where you know we get tested and that's what we do in life right we get these tests in front of us and it's how hard you how bad you want the thing and so i guess it's right if you don't want it because guess what there's somebody waiting for that spot there can only be five players on that court at any time right if, Absolutely. if you don't want the spot, that's cool, because there's 100 guys waiting for that spot or 100 gals waiting for that spot, right? So, And more than 100 if we're talking at the, the elite levels. All right, let's take a quick pause. We'll go to break. Coach D is with me. The organization is One Stitch Foundation. We'll be right back. Philanthropy and Focus. Tommy D. back. Philanthropy and Focus is the name of the program, the organization we're focused on today is the One Stitch Foundation, and my guest is Coach D, Coach D Lancaster. D-Train Express does a lot of work with the NBA in, in their junior uh, junior camps and, and clinics and stuff like that, travels around the country doing this great work, and we talked about peak performance. It wasn't a plan, but that's where my head went to today. It was about elevating your game, you know, getting better, putting in the work, Getting in the gym, you know. I, I think about guys who, um, I don't know if it was Michael Jordan's story or 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 Larry Bird, but it's just like just they just put in the time, they put in the effort, lonely mornings and lonely nights in the gym, shooting those free throws, right? Doing doing the reps and things like that, and that is, this is the stuff that celebrates you. You want it's okay if you just choose to be at one level, but if you want to be elite, you got to put in the work, right, Coach? You have to put in the
1: work. You have to put in the work. And, it, and it's, uh, let me say this it's not so much skill set a lot of people think it's skill set it's not skill set it's more effort it's mm-hmm. effort head it too right man how bad you want you in your head yeah. you know you could be the greatest basketball have the greatest skills and not make a team yeah. because of attitude because sportsmanship because work ethic you know so a lot of people a lot of a lot of talents if you will like get it wrong because if they think their kid can shoot the lights out but if he has a crappy attitude yeah. and he's not a team player he's not yeah. going to make the team
0: no doubt, man. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know if you ever follow this guy, Gary Vaynerchuk. He's uh, Gary V does a lot of work in um, in like the media world. And he's an entrepreneur. You're very, very popular, you know, follow him on social media and stuff like that. And he talks about like in the, from a business perspective, if you have somebody on your team talking about business and it might be your top salesperson, your top rep, whatever. But if they're a cancer to the organization, they suck. His answer is blow them out get them out right get him out of the organization right. and now that might sound scary to business owners and you go well but that's my producer that's like the number one like that's the guy right. being... yeah but how bad is he affecting the rest of the culture and what about in in a in a basketball setting or a football setting right if you're exactly. if, if somebody don't have the right attitude then they're just a problem no matter how good you know they're producing right absolutely uh, so let's go into you your upbringing, playing ball and stuff like that. My senior Scanlon, right? Yep, yep. Point guard. T- tell me some of that story.
1: Yep. Grew up in uh, uh flushing Queens and then I moved to Harlem. I uh, went to my senior Scanlon High School, played on the basketball team. Um uh, and then I played football at Nassau Community College. Oh well,
0: I went to Nassau as well.
1: Yeah. I was I was I was more football and then yep. but I always gravitated to uh to uh basketball. Yep. Um and then after I graduated. I got out and I started um, coaching at Rucker Park. Tell me about that's that
0: story. I knew, Park. I knew we were going to get there. The famous Rucker
1: Park. I did my research oh, Rucker Park. Until the day. The, for all who don't know, that's one of the famous uh, streetball tournaments where people like Dr. J, Kobe Bryant, Karima Dujabar, the list goes on. Will Chamberlain have played there. Um, and it was an honor to, to uh, actually uh, play there. Uh, I coached there for about, uh, I want to say 12 to... 14 years, and won one championship. (laughs) But the key to that is the championship I won, Well, we just mentioned his name, was for MJ. That's So So wait a minute. So you coached Michael Jordan is what you're saying? I coached not him, per se. I coached his team.
0: You coached his team. Okay. Yeah, I wish I coached Michael Jordan. All right, all right. I was confused then. All right. No, no. What does that mean? What
1: happened was the owner of Rucker Park at the time, God rest his soul, Greg Marius, he called me up one day because I always brought different – uh, I always had good teams, but I never had a team that brought me over the top. So one year I had a really good team. I had some college players. I had Brandon Jennings. And he says, coach. I said, what, Greg? He says, "Uh, you sitting down? I said, yeah, come on. What you got? He said, "Um, I'm giving you Team Jordan. I said, what are you talking about? He said, yeah, you better win. I said, Team Jordan? What do you mean Team Jordan? That's just the name. He yeah. says, no, I'm giving you Michael Jordan's team. What does that mean? So Michael Jordan, he put together a
0: team like these yeah, guys? Yeah, so
1: what happens is the Rucker Park, all of these, like, famous Fat Joe has a team. Okay. Uh, at the time, Sean Combs had a team. Jay-Z had a team. So Michael Jordan said, you know what? I want to get into it as well.
0: So, they, so uh, hold on one sec. So I understand. So, like, these guys, like, Fat Joe, hip-hop guys, like you said, Jay-Z, you know, like, they, like, sponsor the team. It becomes, like, right.
1: their yeah. business right.
2: thing. Okay, got
1: it. Yeah, yeah they sponsor the team because their name is all over it. They'll yeah, pay yeah. the players, and they'll, you know, they'll make sure that they win. So uh, when when Greg uh, approached me with uh, Team Jordan, I said, absolutely.
2: Yeah. You know,
1: and that year, we were the only team that had the Jordan logo on our, on. i tell you a funny story about that. We was the only team that had the Jordan logo on our uh, uniforms. Okay. So, we was, so that was real. Yeah. Uh, and that's the year that Nike put a wood floor outside. In the park? In the park, yes. And that's the year I won. Wow. Yeah. So that kind of like springboarded and put me on a map for yeah. real because the that's pressure awesome. was on me all year. Uh, to win, so I was just you know going back and forth trying to get play trying to get a player here. So the, the story I'm going to tell you real quickly. Yeah. We have Brandon Jennings on the team, and that year he just signed with Under Armour. Okay, right. So when Brandon Jennings comes, we we I introduced myself. How you doing? I just wanted him on the court. You know, yeah, yeah. yeah. Shook his hand. Let's go. Get on the court. Give me a uniform. Yeah. And then uh, his friend, his representative who was with him, he says he can't wear that uniform. He can't I wear the because he's got yes, he Under Armour. <laughs> so I said. So I said no, no 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 he's playing he's playing what are we gonna do wear it inside out do this and that the <laughs> ref said no it's a tech. this and that every time he steps on the court it's a tech. so uh, we're in the hood yeah so I said look get some scissors somebody cut it off or something couldn't you cut I the No. so I sent somebody to the to the bodega and get some white tape come on <laughs> and I had them and I had them tape the Jordan logo and that, because I had them oh. tape the Jordan logo so he could play. I was yeah. like, he's playing. And that was, the, his rep was okay with that,
0: if you did that. Yeah, his
1: rep was By the end of the game, the damn thing fell off. But yeah, of I, I think, because social media's around, they Lord. just could not see him with yeah. that Jordan logo on. Okay, yeah, yeah. I, and I won. I won. But, yeah, we, we put it is, is
0: that like a weekend tournament?
1: No, it runs from uh, Father's Day in June okay. to the end of August. Oh, oh, all right. So it's throughout the whole summer. Yes, throughout the whole summer. Correct. Oh, all right, and they're still doing it. Still goes on. It still it still goes on. I just don't have time. I'm traveling yeah. too much to coach. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I just don't have time to do that. Anymore. That's awesome. So, so all right. So I want to go.
0: I want to shift for a second. I want. I want to shift into. Um, how does this organization end up happening? Like you, you start coaching. You said Jane's son. Do you say Chase? Yes, Chase. Yep. So, so you start working with him, and then what is the catalyst? What is the conversation that happens where you? I mean, this isn't probably something you uncovered. You knew it already, but you shared the story about what was going on in some schools that they don't. These I wrote down the notes that you said before. You said footwear to athletes so they can focus on being dream builders, right? Say, tell me that. Absolutely. Say it the way
1: you said it because
0: just I want to make sure I hit it.
1: That's the yeah. I'm the board of director yeah. of One Stitch Foundation, and we're connecting footwear to athletes most in need, so they focus. On dream building, meaning you have to remember something. A lot of times, when you have sneakers, sneakers mean a lot, right? You could be the best kid in the world and not have like a great pair of sneakers. But let's say a gym come. Uh, let's say a, a group of kids come into a gym with. I don't know if you know about the Kobe uh, Grinches. The no. Kobe Grinches. The Kobe Grinches are seven hundred dollars sneakers. Grinches. Yeah. Uh, my
0: my my younger guys got these Giannis right now, and my other okay. guy. Mike's, uh always got to have curries. Am I- right. And fortunate for them, they got a grandmother who's willing to buy them. Because otherwise, you know, I, I would say I'd go to Models, but there's no Models anymore. There's
1: no more models or mm-hmm. Hermes. I'm getting older. <laughs> no, this- but what I'm saying is, so that could be intimidating. Yeah. To a group of kid- underprivileged kids who have yeah. just regular sneakers on. It rolls in with $700 kicks on. Right. So you have this team that walks in the gym. You're already defeated when you see what what's on their feet. Wow. So that's really primarily what one Six really wants to do is just make it an even, even playing field. I love it. You no, know? now don't get me wrong. We're not giving out Grinches. <laughs> I don't want the world to think that. But what I'm saying is we're making them feel just as effective and just as important as the kids who can afford a uh, Kobe Grinch. Who was it. was
0: it? Was it was it Coach Wooden uh that would that when he would sit down with his team, I, um, he would like help them put their socks on the right way when it first. Yeah, like, that
2: was Wooden. That was Wooden.
0: I, yeah, I, and he would help them. You know, this is put your sneakers in, make sure you lace them up right. Put your laces in your sneakers, make sure you lace it up right, your socks right. in the right spot, because that's foundational stuff. And that's what I'm hearing you right. say. This is a foundation. It literally is the foundation of our body, man. We can't do much if we can't stand upright. So right. so, so it's that support. We'll take a quick break in a sec here, but we come back. I want to, you, you kind of set the stage. We're teasing them. They're going to come back because that's that's what this is about. This organization Absolutely. is about putting those those uh those sneakers on feet that need those sneakers to, to kind of level the playing field we'll be right back philanthropy and focus coach d and tommy d we're right back
6: are you passionate about the conversation around racism
0: Friday morning it's a new nonprofit. Well, the nonprofit's not new. It just might be new to you. It's a, it's another opportunity for me to interview the leader of a nonprofit organization. And I want to read you something real quick. One Stitch Foundation connects footwear to young athletes in high need communities in New York. We have helped different schools and clubs by providing sneakers, cleats, and are now trying to help our coach get to Botswana. I'm not even going to let coach talk about that yet. We're going to hold off on that Botswana thing. But that's, <laughs> we we believe that every kid deserves to open a brand new pair of sneakers to help them build confidence in whatever sport. And, uh, and it says if we create an even playing field, then it becomes about skill and nothing else. Well, skill and heart, right, coach? I mean, skill and heart and mindset and, and drive, right? But certainly Absolutely. it takes off that burden of I don't have – sneakers. I don't good sneakers. I don't, I'm, you know, I'm using my older brother's sneakers or that that sort of thing.
1: So let's you have to like- work, remember something too about children too. Uh, let's go back to where we said if those kids have the Grinches and those other kids don't have anything, even if the kids that don't have the the sneakers that the other kids have, it's intimidating to them, even if they're better. Yeah, yeah. That guy just had just because he has the grinches, he might suck. <laughs> exactly. That's my point. You might and not. And see to yeah, walk in the gym and say, "Oh my God, those kids are good." Yeah. Because yeah. the mentality is, right. you're not gonna. Uh, uh, the mentality for the other kids is saying right. the parents not gonna buy them no grinches if they can't play no ball. But right. it right. So automatically, it's automatically a psychological thing sure. from the rip.
0: Yeah. No kidding. Yeah.
1: So you know, telling Jane that, and she just was like, she just wants to even play film, and she she's the one who said that that day, and I was like, wow, Jane. Yeah. She, and she just said it's just not fair. You know, I was uh coaching at uh North Star Academy, MS 34 in Brooklyn. And I was going there, you know, on, every Tuesday and Thursday to run the after school program. And one of the and you know, I was doing a drill, one of the kids uh stopped and kept and like slid like he was on ice skates. Oh man. And I was like, wow, you know. And I, you know, it was it was just something. I lived near the Nike outlet.
2: Yeah.
1: I went to the outlet and then I just said, um, let me get this kid a pair of sneakers because he he can't he can't even um he can't even slide. He had no grip. He had no
0: tread left on the he bottom. Had no
1: tread level on the bottom. Yeah. So that day I was training uh, Chase uh, Jane's son, and I was like, "Yeah, I just came from a night gal That I was coming from Brooklyn, and uh, and I just went to buy this kid a pair of sneakers because he, he just they just didn't have no sneakers." Yeah. She was like, "Oh, that's so sweet, Coasty, this and that." So after I trained her son, you know, I went home that night. Went to watch the ball game, and the Venmo came through for three hundred bucks. So I called Jay I said, "Jane, Jane, Jane, did you did you demo me by accident? You already paid me for Chase. No, what, what are you doing?" She says, "No, I just told you. You just told me about the kid that you bought the sneakers for. So I'm just sending you that money to buy for the whole team." I said, "Are you serious?" She said, "Yeah, you know." So I said, "All right." So I ran back to the I ran back to the um outlet and I bought the whole team sneakers. Wow. And then I filmed it and I sent it to James saying, "Look, this is what we did." So what happened was, this is where one stitch comes in. Yeah, I went to the manager. Of Nike, and I said, "Listen, um, I I, I want to buy sneakers for kids in need. Is there anything that that I can get, like a discount? You know, because I don't have money like that." Yeah. Um, he was like, "Well, let me show you something." So he goes in the back and he shows me a, a sneaker, and I was like, "All right, it's Nike. I'll take it." Yeah, he said, "I can't sell you that." I said, "What do you mean you can't?" He said, "There's something wrong with it." I said, "What's wrong with it?" He said, "One stitch is off, so he can't sell it." So I just, so I told Jane that. So I said, Jane, I'm gonna talk to the Nike guy. I'm gonna get a bunch of sneakers with one stitch is off. We are gonna buy a bunch of sneakers for the kids. The kids are not gonna know. Now I told the guy, I can't get uh, a Nike sneaker with an upside down check because that's right, be right, cool. right. No, that ain't gonna work. That's
0: that's not gonna be cool.
1: That's not gonna be cool. But what I'm saying is, I'm going like this, looking all around. And I'm like, there's nothing wrong with this sneaker. Yeah. One stitch was off, and they said I can't really sell you that. So I told Jane that, and that's how she thought about one stitch. Isn't that so- great?
0: is it great i mean i got chills like this is how things happen i want to call out to all you people that are listening if you have an idea to do something and change the world just freaking do it i mean this is a woman who was like wow this guy is out there going in his pocket helping out this young person who who doesn't have the resources to get new sneakers i want to support that then then you guys come together on this thing and now it's a Now it's a movement, man. Now it's a nonprofit organization. Now it's changing the world. Now it's changing the lives of these young people. I'm not Uh, saying, and I know, I I think, Coach, I I, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but I don't think you're saying each one of these kids, you know, is going to be playing, you know, at at the Boston Garden or at Madison Square Garden or, uh, you know, or, or, or at St. John's even. But what you're saying is you're changing the trajectory of their lives. So they could, right? I'm not the negative guy. I'm not saying they can't. But the point is... You're now leveling the playing field where now they're better off. They'll have more of an opportunity. And maybe they can get to that level, depending on the skill set and the mindset
1: mm-hmm. and the whole thing, right? And also too, they feel better about themselves. Meaning, like let's 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 well, our first drop was at the uh Brooklyn Navy Yard Boys and Girls Club where I used to work as well as the basketball yeah. trainer there. Okay. Right. That first drop was there. They came up to me, even though I was their coach, they came up to James like, why? Yeah. Why us? See, and that's what they don't have, you know, because they just think maybe there's a catch, maybe there's this, maybe there's that. No, there's just good people in the world. We're hooking it up. Right. We're just paying. Right. And then that me. could change their whole outlook on life. Of course it does. Without, you know, Like, it. wow, maybe I should go this direction because somebody, there's actually people out there that care. Yeah. You know? You know,
0: I'd love for you to meet some of my friends over at Avenues for Justice. It's a, I don't know why it's coming up for me, but these are, these are young people affected it's an alternative to incarceration program for young people. I think Mm. it's 16 to 24 year old kids. And you're talking about what you're saying there is it's a, it's a shift. It's a change in the direction of of the way somebody's life would go. And, you know, you know, we, you and I know this, you know, certain communities end up, you know, linked up in the criminal justice system more, more than other communities. It's just straight up. And if, if, look, if you guys don't agree with me about that anymore, I don't know what to tell you, but like, this is,
1: this is true stuff. It's true stuff. Listen, my dad, is a retired assistant warden for Rikers Island.
0: Okay. Right. Yeah.
1: So I I I you believe know, me, I know that. You know
0: specifically who who's that, who's on that island and who's not on that island. Exactly.
1: And that's another reason why I went on a straight now as a kid, because my dad was like, I better not see you in here.
0: Yeah, no kidding. No kidding. You know man. what I'm
1: saying? So I, I get it. And yeah. just something like that, you know, uh for and, and like Jane said too, it's something about and even even adults, even NBA players, it's something about opening up. A box of oh, yeah. fresh sneakers. You got that tissue paper on the tissue top. Tissue paper, and you're like, I'm not, you know, even, you know, it, it's a certain thing. So, yeah. can you imagine for a kid who doesn't have much, and yeah. for him to open up a free pair of sneakers to, from a perfect stranger? I love that. that I love that. Mind. I want
0: to. I want to be part of this, man. How often you have those things? When you, you you said these drops? I like that's what you call it when when you. Yeah, break. we
1: call it drops. Well, uh, let's put it this way. The more donations, the yeah, more drops. More drops I think. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that's good. Well done, sir. Well done. Well done, sir. Right? Jane,
0: you sent the right guy here for sure. I <laughs> How the do more you more donations, go? more
1: drops? <laughs> what,
0: what 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 do you guys gotta do? You gotta go to one stitch There's I got they're on Instagram. On the Instagram, it's one stitch foundation. You know, I'll be tagging them on some stuff. Um, so you know, look at Tommy D.nyc uh while you're on instagram check out my guy cheeto because i'm trying to get that little dog some love my cheeto i'm really pushing that c-h-e-e-t-o is how you spell my guy cheeto that's how you do it um so look let's support this organization what when we um what about like are there like it's it's a new organization i know that man so are, are you guys already planning like fundraising events like what are you doing in the community because again i'm i i'm involved in nonprofit and i know a little bit about this stuff but i know having again how i told the story up in front you know just met jane recently and we had her and i've only had like one other phone conversation a couple text messages before like today so I, i don't know a whole lot about what's upcoming you know how you guys are doing fundraising and stuff like that that being said before you even answer anything coach Guys, they don't need to have a fundraiser. If you want to support this organization, go to the website, make a donation. It's that simple. It's but, that simple. But what is anything ideas you have? Is there a, is there a Coach D tournament? Is there some sort of relationship with Nike or Reebok or, or NBA or whatever? Let's talk about that.
1: Well, yeah. Well, I'll, a couple of events that we want to do, we want to have like certain schools, like that that are that are like the school like Apollo that we just did, Apollo Middle School, uh, Junior High School 189 that we're getting ready to go to next. We wanna have them uh slew like a like a like a like a school tournament at the Barkley Center. And we're gonna do a fundraiser event there where they're gonna to get to play on the Barkley Center court and the proceeds from that will go to one stitch foundation so we can go more and uh support other other schools and other 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 organizations. Um we wanna do local we wanna do local things in certain towns in Long Island, uh where we have certain three three day tournaments and three on three tournaments where you know you, you it's, a, it's a it's a charge to go in and all the proceeds from that will go to One Stitch Foundation. We want to do certain tournaments where at the end of the tournament we might give uh the um we might give the MVP of the tournament some grinches or something like that.
2: Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Um,
1: yeah. Another another thing I do is when I direct when I direct the NBA camps, we do this thing called shoot for shoes which I got from Orlando Magic. I'm going to give Orlando Magic props on that. I got it from Orlando Magic, where they shoot for shoes where they have to make uh, six shots. Um, box, box.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, elbow, elbow. Uh, for, uh, three point line and a half court shot. So it's called shoot for shoes. Half court shot. Yes, yeah, so, but you have to make all six. As soon as you right, miss right, one, right, you right. right. Yeah. So um, I collaborated with uh the Lando Magic, uh probably the Washington Wizards, and now I'm gonna bring it to Miami, and they all like, wow, let's do that. So what's gonna happen is this summer when I go, hopefully a kid. Shoots for shoes and gets a a pair of free sneakers. Yeah. Before the director of the camp, which was myself, had to purchase the sneakers. So I was kind of hoping that a kid missed. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I was kind of hoping a kid missed. But Now, <laughs> like like when I was speaking to Jane about it, uh, she was like, "No, we want kids to hit this, this shot." I was like, "Yeah, okay." Oh, once you got a sponsor, it's different now, right? It's different now. Yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna collaborate that this summer, where we're gonna go shoot for shoes. And can you imagine? 180 kids at an NBA camp yelling, shoot four shoes. Oh,
2: man. Shoot four oh, shoes. Man. I
1: love it. I love it. I love it. I want
0: it when you're going to do something on the island here, you know, shout out to my father who owns Ralph's Italian Ices in Huntington here on Long Island, the one by the Paramount. So, uh-huh. yeah, throughout the years, he's been helping me out when I have nonprofit events bringing Italian Ices through. So we should talk about, like, hooking up and, and we could do that. The other thing is coming up for me right now is uh my friend Melinda Murray runs an organization that I think would be great for you to collaborate with the Dom uh, it's called the Dom Heart 21 Foundation and her son Dominic uh unfortunately died of sudden cardiac arrest in a oh, basketball wow. game yeah he was he was on the court at uh SUNY Farmingdale and he okay. was 17 years old and he had an underlying heart condition he didn't know about wow. and uh, she's been on the show a couple times she was back here in February uh because it's American Heart Month but Being that he was a ball player and being what, what they, what that organization does is they go out and do heart screenings for young people. So Mm -hmm. I'm thinking there's this whole like kind of collaboration between what one stitch is doing and what she's doing, um, in, in getting out. She was just at, um, Oh God, I'm I'm not gonna remember which Monsignor high school it was over in Queens. You went to you said you said Scanlon, right?
1: I went to Scanlon. Scanlon's in the
0: Bronx. Yeah. I, in the Bronx. So she went to another one another Oh was it
1: Monsignor McClancy? It was McClancy. So she yeah. just did yeah,
0: she just did heart screenings for I think four hundred young people at McClancy. They bring oh, okay. in- all the 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 equipment do that and they do this for free so i'm thinking because of how my head goes i'm thinking there's this opportunity for you to collab with with that organization and shout out to melinda too because she just uh i was talking to her the other day and they asked me to be an honoree at their event in october and i i graciously accept that honor and i appreciate it uh melinda so the other thing is my friend one one quick thing coach d the other thing is my friend um linda beagle shulman they're on long island from the scott j beagle memorial fund has a basketball tournament coming up in the summer. I think I should hook you guys up. That organization, they send young people affected by gun violence to uh, summer camp, and okay. um, because her son Scott was tragically murdered down in the Parkland shooting in the wow. high, you know, down in Parkland in uh, in 2018 in Florida. So, but I'm just thinking, you know, the, the common denominator is two. It's it's kids. And then in these three, it's basketball too, you know? So mm-hmm. I'm just thinking, what were you going to say? You had a comment on some of the stuff. I was yeah,
1: talking. when you were saying about events and while it was on the top of my head, with the events now, I've um, I, I've made some friends in the NBA, uh, 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 present and former. Uh, so I reached out to two of my good friends, uh, one being Anthony Morrow, who uh, played several years in the NBA. He played for the Nets, the Pelicans, the Golden State Warriors. And he's going to kill me because I can't remember all the teams. But he was this great sharpshooter. Uh, and he's a good friend of mine, and I do uh, personal camps with D Train Express with him. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna try to do some camps with him and his foundation to try to donate uh, sneakers uh, with Anthony Morrow, as he because he's from Charlotte. So we're gonna try to do that with him. Also, uh, Harvey Grant. Remember Harvey Grant? Yeah, yeah. He's bro- his brother's Horace Grant. He played yeah, he played sure. in the NBA as well. His, his son is Jeremy Grant from the Portland Trailblazers. Uh, he I met Harvey when I was doing uh Washington Wizard camp. And I reached out to him about One, One Stitch Foundation, and he was all for it. He's all for the community as well. Uh, so we're going to do some things with him as well. Uh, so I'm excited about the different events we're going to do, because when you have NBA presence on board, yeah, yeah, that no goes doubt. a long, long, way. Game Jade we got, we do have to take a quick
0: break, but I want to I support you because we all need support. So your guy, Anthony Morrow, was with Golden State Warriors. Then he was at the Nets. Then he was at the Hawks. Then he was at the Mavs. Then he was at the Pelicans. Then he was at the Thunder, and then in 17, he played with the Bulls. So There right, you go. I got you, I man. tell him. So, tell, Mario, if you're watching, I, we got it. We got you. We got you. We got the Wikipedia. <laughs> That's how fast we work here in the attic. All right, when we come back, we're going to bring the show to a close, and we're going to really talk about just the future of the organization, how big you think this thing can go. And I'm feeling very inclined to say – tell me specifically how I can help with my community and my network and my world. That's what I always want to do. But for for some reason today, I'm feeling even more connected to this mission. So let's take a quick break. Coach D, Tommy D. We'll be right back. All right. Hey everybody. It's Tommy D. The nonprofit sector connector coming at you from my attic. Are back baby we're back all right look here's the thing I'm all about the nonprofit sector I'm all about connecting I'm all about building relationships that song that you hear playing in the background there when we come back from breaks that's my buddy Brendan Levy I call him Uncle Brendan Levy over at the Queen's Chamber of Commerce and I bring it up to give him shout out and props I did we wrote the song together everybody I've told you that before he's the singer but I think I I sing pretty well too I'll spare you that right now but what I, the reason why I tell you all in the background is to say this Coach, I'm very connected to the Queens Chamber of Commerce. I know you you grew up in Flushing and then, you know, moved uptown to Harlem. Um, I, I, you know, um, have connections in Bayside Queens. We run the Bayside Business Association. When I say we run it, I'm on the board. My partner is uh, my partner, Ed Probst, who, who plays ball every Sunday morning. Um, and he's uh, he's older than I am. So it makes me say I should be out there playing ball on Sundays or something. <laughs> Uh, but Ed gets out there um, and Ed's the president of the Bayside Business Association. So, you know, all these relationships are open to you, to the organization and what you guys are doing and any connections we can make. And I think, you know, specifically with the Queen's Chamber of Commerce, we should make that happen because, you know, they're they're connected. It, actually, the uh, the Variety Boys and Girls Club in, uh, okay. in Long Island City. I'm having Costa Costa Consanides. Consta <laughs> Good job, Tommy D. Uh, I'm having Costa on the show. He's the executive director of variety of boys and girls club. But you know, this is the kind of stuff. I mean, you mentioned the Boys and Girls Club, I think in Brooklyn, right?
1: We did the Navy Yard, Brooklyn, Madison Square Navy, Brooklyn Navy Yard, Boys and Girls Club.
0: Yep. Boys and Girls Club over there. So yep. obviously, you know, um, you know, there's there's already some precedent for that. So we can get you hooked into that organization. There might be some help, and maybe we get some support from the businesses in Queens to fund some of this. So talk to me if you could, like about your vision for this organization. Like um, is it an organization that starts to, and, and we got to talk, actually, we got to talk Botswana before we leave here, too. So we got like six minutes. Bring it home. I'll try to be quiet and listen. Tell us what okay. you...
1: The the vision, my vision is to uh, obviously touch uh, Kids Live's footwear, uh, just making them feel important, making them feel like they're, they're, they they have a need on this earth and, and, and that there are people out there that care. Yeah. Uh, there are people out there like Jane Lee who, uh, you know, just has a heart bigger than this world. Yeah. Um, and one thing about the kids, like when I go to certain neighborhoods and I go to other certain neighborhoods, they just, some of them just feel like that they're just not wanted. Some of them feel like they're just, you know, victim of circumstance and they just go with the flow. You know, I talk to them what, a lot. What,
0: what, what, just, how old are these kids? How, how old are these kids you're talking about? I mean, that they. Middle school. Middle school. Already at 12, 11, 12, 10, 11, 12, 13 year old kids that are just kind of feeling like they're
1: out, they're down and out and that's yep. it. Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. And then that's, that's really what my goal is for everyone, for us. But once this to get known like that, to where big time organizations come to us yeah. uh, and say, can you help us out? You know, and, and, and that's really where I want it to be. I want one stitch to be a household name.
2: Yeah.
0: I love that.
1: I want it to be a household name, you know, and we with have-
0: all, all, all the connections, all the relationships that, you know, you have in the NBA, you know, and some of the stuff we've talked about offline. And then again today, why can't it be? It should be, man. That That's right. what it is. You know that's what this is. That's what I'm doing here with this show. It's a platform to to get exposure. But you know, I was at um, I know when I was at the Imagine Awards the other night, I met uh, not met, but for you know, I see Doug Geed from News 12, who's he was the MC, you know. And I mm-hmm. I don't want to say that I know Doug very well, but like you get this on News 12, and then it be- becomes something that ripples mm-hmm. out on Long Island, right? And mm-hmm. then you know you get mm-hmm. and then it borrows and et cetera, et cetera. It's, right, right. Like, look, man, we're all one relationship away. One connection away from something cracking open and being big. absolutely,
1: yeah. yep, yep. So yeah, uh, that's that's really what the what, what my goal is with, with one stitch and just just to help, yeah. you know. And that one little thing could just change someone's outlook on how they view life and how they view others. Yeah, how they view others. That's another thing. A lot of times these kids they they're around their own people, which is fine, but you have to be able to think outside the box and say there are people out there that are not like everyone else Hundred you know, percent. that's willing to help. me.
0: Yeah. What about Botswana? What's
1: that all about? Well, Botswana, uh, they reached out to me, uh, it's called the lead Academy. Uh, they reached out to me on LinkedIn. Um, just saying, coach D we, we watch, we, we follow you. Uh, they have 164 kids in their, in their, uh, in their Academy. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's not really the best facility. It's not really the best conditions for basketball playing and sports playing um there's no doors on the bathrooms you know it's, it's just you can imagine what it looks like he sent me videos and pictures and everything and the, the kids have actually sent me videos requesting me to come to Botswana really yeah so uh we started a GoFundMe page uh, to try to get me to uh Botswana and um one stitch is going to be a sponsor of Botswana we're not going to donate 160 pairs sneakers all at once all right. we're going to do it in increments what as did, we get more, we get more donations, yeah. we'll do it in increments like that to really give uh, Botswana what they need as far as basketball equipment, as far as uh, a, ba- a, 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 a feasible basketball court. Like they're playing on, you know, dirt, dirt, like yeah. a dirt road where they can hurt their ankle. So what I'm looking to do is I'm looking to get like a sports, multi, multi-sports multi court for them so they can play uh, volleyball, hockey, yeah. basketball. And it has different lines on it. Even yeah. pickleball. Pickleball's yeah. big now, too. Yeah. Are you? Let me, so we don't
0: even have the time for pickleball, bro. I'm, <laughs> you, you got me because I am digging that game, man. So we go to yeah. we go to Poconos every so often. There's this restaurant up there. They got a pickleball and a ball field right there. But the ball court I dig that, man. Because even being an older guy, you know, I don't have to run around too much. But I'm right. feeling like it, it, I feel good on that court. I do.
1: Right. Have you played or what? Uh, a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. It makes yeah. me feel yeah. old. Yeah. I don't know why. all right All right, that's fair. Fair sure enough. You know, yeah, I'm, I'm not right. gonna. You know. I mean, it's ready a, yet. Yeah, but it's not shuffleboard. I know. <laughs> so, so with the Botswana thing, I, I reached out to Anthony Morrow's and the yeah. Harvey Grants, and they said, "Coach, whenever you put it together, I would love to." So, when you have that NBA presence there, yeah, yeah, um, that could come and want to help out this uh this community in Botswana. It's it's, it's a great thing. So, so how I'm did work on you know, that now?
0: You, so the the GoFundMe and everything is that running through? That's through one stitch.
2: Yes. Yeah.
0: Okay. So, again, guys, if you haven't heard it yet, OneStitchFoundation.com. Coach, what about your business? We got, like, a minute or two left. What about, you know, D-Train, Express, and, like, you know, growing that and look at you, you're looking for, you know, other people to coach or is the NBA thing got you super busy?
1: The NBA thing has me, has me super busy, but, again, I'm, I'm local. I, I, I coach all around in New York. I coach in Manhattan. I coach all around um, Long Island. And, um, you know, basically more so – even though the D Train Express is my own business, the One Stitch Foundation is something that like I would like Nike or Puma or Under Armour right. or Adidas or, or any uh, New Balance, um, yeah. any, any, any major sneaker company that can that we can partner with to help out these children, that would be a, a, a blessing. So I'm I'm calling all my contacts now yeah. and that I can reach out to, to try to, to try to get more uh sponsorship from these sneaker companies uh because that's really where the focus is.
0: What's the, and now look, we know all these companies have corporate social responsibility. They have give back programs. They got a lot that they want to do in community and things like that. Have you, um, have you thought about, um, well, not, that's not the question I want to ask. What I want to ask you is what, roughly what's the cost to, for the pair of sneakers that you guys are buying?
1: Um, it varies. Um, I would say roughly 69 and above. All right. So, okay. All right. I'll tell you a story about that. Uh, this is how dedicated Jane Lee is. Yeah. It's how dedicated Jane Lee is. When we got to, we get lists from these schools for us to present them with their sneakers, Jane, when, when we had the list, we had a kid that had a size 14 and a half. How old? 14 years old. Wow. So I was like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. I had to call the guy. Wait, is this for the coaches or what? Yeah. <laughs> for the coaches or what? Come on now. We, you know, so. But he was like, "No, it was a student." And if you look on our webpage, when 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 I was calling out the names, I wanted to see this kid. This kid yeah, is yeah. about six three.
2: Yeah,
1: and he's going to be a monster. That was the, so Jane diligently looked through the internet. She was so we couldn't find cleats that big.
0: Oh, we needed cleats. It wasn't even uh, not. No, it even... was
1: cleats. This is the last drop when we gave cleats. We 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 couldn't even find cleats that big. So wow. I wanted to see him. That that kid is true. He's yeah. going to be a monster
0: yeah no kidding anyway, and
1: she found 14, him he's he's 14 and a half he's 63 uh, yes it's going to be a monster kid. i need to stay connected to that kid right yeah no kidding <laughs>
0: <laughs> he's going to be running some camps and stuff for sure we we got to leave it there coach shout out anything you want to before we go
4: we're we're out of time
1: i want to shout out executive director jane lee wants this foundation i told her this morning she was like an angel sent from heaven because you know you need people like that in the world And she don't really have to do this, but just the kindness of her heart and her dedication. I know she don't like no one to talk about it, but I told her I was going to talk about it anyway. But um, also, too, I just want the world to know that our One Stitch Foundation is up and running. And if we can help anyone and everyone, we will. Awesome.
0: Love it. We got to leave it there. That's the end of the show. We already run out of time way before we run out of words. And that's kind of my life. Coach D, I appreciate you. I look forward to meeting you in person real soon. I think we can do a lot of fun stuff together and really change the world together. Jane Lee, glad I met you. Thanks for my dog, because if it wasn't for my dog, maybe I'll never meet you. Make it a great day, everybody. Take care of your nonprofits. I love you all. See you. Bye. Bye-bye.